Flint Westwood trotted through the desert on Roughneck, his old horse, not knowing that today would be the day he discovered a town in the wild, wild west unlike any other. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, certified life coach, educator, and counselor for teens and young adults. Welcome to my show. Hey, everybody. October is National Bullying Prevention Month, and that's a topic I'm very passionate about. So all of my podcast episodes in October will be stories and lessons to help teens and young adults who have ever felt bullied. So this would be a great time to help get my podcast to the ears of the teens and young adults who need to hear it. I am asking all my listeners for the month of October to share the link to my podcast on one social media account, just just once. Just once is all I'm asking. People find me by word of mouth and yours is the mouth, or in this case, the fingers that I'm relying on to share. Together, you and I, we can make sure that all teens and young adults who need these messages this month can get it. And now episode 50, Becoming Bullyproof. The sun beat down on the cowboy's old hat. Flint Westwood had been journeying for days and was ready for a pitch stop. Nearby, a rattlesnake rattled his tail. As he wiped his brow, he saw something in the distance. Was that a mirage? No, it was an actual town. Westwood was glad to see it. When he approached the edge of town, he was greeted by a smiling fellow in a suit standing next to a well. Welcome to a peaceful city, sir. Westwood smiled, amused. Does the town live up to its name? Well, it does now, sir, ever since the sheriff got rid of all the bullets. Westwood raised an eyebrow. Excuse me? Yep, this is a bullet-free town, has been for quite a while now. You'll find no other town on earth quite like it. Welcome. Westwood didn't know what to think, but tipped his hat and started in. Oh, uh, excuse me, the shooted man said, nodding to the well. I'll need you to deposit your bullets in the well, all of them. For a moment, Westwood thought it was a joke, but the sincerity in the man's face showed otherwise. Westwood emptied the bullets from his six shooters into the well and they fell deep into the blackness down to the water below. He then lifted up his poncho and removed his bandolier, holding his extra bullets, and threw that in too. Much obliged, sir. I know you'll enjoy your time here in Peaceful City. Westwood calmly led his horse down the main dirt thoroughfare through the town. It was a typical western town with the typical western buildings lining Main Street on either side. A saloon, a bank, a hotel, a general store. There was one thing that wasn't typical, though. The people. The townsfolk all went happily about their business. It didn't look like anyone had a fearful thought in their minds. They greeted each other with friendly smiles. 
Westwood even got a few warm salutations his way. Westwood didn't mind being without his bullets. He wasn't really a violent man, but he preferred to use his witch to get out of trouble. He had been to enough towns, however, to doubt that there wasn't a single bullet in this one. After several days, however, Westwood began to believe. Everyone treated each other with civility. Even disputes at the saloon that would have normally turned into a shootout in any other town in the Wild West resulted in a simple fistfight. And generally, the two men shook hands afterwards and went back to playing cards. On his third morning in Peaceful City, Westwood was heading to the blacksmith's to see if the shoes for his horse were ready yet. That's when he heard screams coming from the bank. A man came running out with bags of cash in one hand and a gun in the other. The townsfolk screamed and headed for cover as the bank robber pointed his gun at anyone in his way. Westwood stepped out into the road, blocking his path. Stop right there, buddy. The robber stopped about ten paces from him. Why don't you put that money down? It doesn't belong to you. The bank robber pointed his gun at Westwood. Get out of my way, stranger, or you'll be a dead man. I can handle that. Westwood started walking toward him. The robber fired his gun. Westwood flinched, but didn't stop walking. He fired again, but Westwood kept her coming. The robber unloaded his gun on Westwood until it was empty. The robber lowered his gun and said in amazement, What are you? Bulletproof. And Westwood cold cocked him across the jaw, knocking him out cold. The townsfolk came running out of hiding, and the robber was arrested, and the money returned to the bank. The suited man by the well came up to Westwood and said, Well, how did you survive that, mister? Westwood lifted up his poncho to reveal an iron plate strapped to his chest with six bullets embedded in it. I got a little help from your blacksmith. Westwood saddled up his horse and rode off into the sunset, never to be seen again. I hope you appreciated my nod to Back to the Future, which was in itself a nod to Clint Eastwood's Fistful of Dollars. It wouldn't be inaccurate to describe how some teens or young adults feel out there in social settings as the wild, wild west. It can often feel like you are a lone ranger and there are bad guys out there that want to take shots at you. At least, that's definitely how the movies and TV shows portray social settings. The, the bullies are always very uh, caricature-ish. And sometimes, through watching those movies or from personal experiences, that's how it feels like to us as well. October is National Bullying Prevention Month, and I want to do my part. But my part looks a little different than what other organizations and corporations and advocates do during this month. The way I see it, right now there are two main fronts currently being fought in the war on bullying. Front number one is change the bully. And front number two is inspire the bystander. Let's look at both of these. Doing anti-bully assemblies are, are great. They, they really are. But that alone falls short. I, I've been a middle school teacher. I've been in those assemblies and those, those lectures or those presentations. We can't guarantee 
all bullies are listening. Or that kids who will eventually do some bullying will even think that the message is for them while they're hearing it. Most of the bullying cases I dealt with at the middle school discipline office where I used to work was like this. The person who was doing the bullying didn't recognize that it was even bullying. When I would have a frank conversation with them, just me and them, they would say things like, well, I mean, like we were just messing around or that's how I communicate with everybody. Even those who you knew deep down that they knew that they were kind of being mean or rude, they still didn't identify it as being a bully. I mean, nobody would want to identify as a bully in one of those assemblies. But yet we're expecting uh, you know, young teens or even older teens to be self-aware enough to be like, oh yeah, no, that's, that's totally me. Huh, man, I, I think I need to change a little bit. Uh, now, this isn't to say stop these assemblies. Of course not. Uh, it does reach some people and making people aware of their actions and its effects on other people around them is really, really important. However, from, again, my experience, from what I've seen, most of the people who get anything away from those assemblies are people who actually don't even really need to be in those assemblies because they're not doing any bullying. Now let's look at the second front in the war on bullying, inspiring bystanders to step up. Now that's super awesome, man. I mean, you know me, I love uh, superheroes. I got a hero complex myself, right? Like being able to step in and kind of save somebody. I think that's, that's freaking awesome, right? But that's asking for a teen or a young adult to A, be aware of when bullying is going on and B, be brave enough or confident enough to, to say something. And then C, to know exactly what to say in the moment. Uh, without any fear that uh, the bully might turn on them. So this method also relies on someone else to save us. That superhero kid needs to be around in order to stop the bullying from happening. It's, that would be like if someone it was being mugged in an alley, they need Superman to come and save them. But what if Superman is saving someone else or eating lunch or at a club meeting or something? Now, again, both of these methods should keep on being pushed. They are effective in their own right to a point, and something that is effective to a point shouldn't be stopped. But both of them rely on things that are outside of our control. And you guys know me. I'm not a fan of relying on things that are outside my control. There is a secret third front, however, in the war against bullying. And it's not really focused on that much. So you have change the bully is the first front. Inspire the bystander is the second front. But the third and secret front is strengthen the target. And what that can look like is building confidence and mental resilience and emotional strength in the people who are being bullied. I like to consider myself a general of an army on that front. Today's secret for an awesome life is that there is a third front on the fight against bullying and it's strengthening the target. Now, you can strengthen yourself by doing this work that I teach here on my podcast and the work that I do in the Firmly Find a Team membership. This side of a bullying prevention 
isn't really talked about or publicized all that much because you know I I get it. It doesn't sound too good when you say it sometimes. Saying like, "Hey, let's make the target stronger." When you say that, it kind of leads a lot of people to think, "Oh, oh, I see. So it's their fault if they were just you know had a backbone or whatever. Then then everything would be fine. Or or bullies can just do whatever they want. Then and these kids just have to be able to handle it." If arguments like that are popping into your head, that is not what I'm saying at all. And you should totally go listen to my episode last month on the straw man fallacy. I think changing the bully and inspiring the bystander are important and are being well represented out there with various organizations and such. But just doing those things is like trying to take all the bullets out of the Wild West. It would be super effective if you could do it. Literally, no one would get shot. But you could never take all the bullets out of the Wild West. Just like we can never control all of the bullies or bystanders out there. So rather than putting the solution 100% on the actions of others, I love being the third ingredient in the mix to teach powerful mental and emotional resilience tools. So if the bullies or bystanders aren't properly motivated this month, you will still be protected, resilient, bullyproof. This doesn't mean it won't sting a little bit if someone takes a shot at you, but it will definitely prevent it from being fatal. This month, my podcast will be focusing on powerful mindsets and mental strategies to become bullyproof. Like most people, I have a history of being bullied in elementary, middle, and high school. I also spent seven years as a middle school teacher, four of which was was in the discipline office counseling students in there. So I will be speaking from personal experiences of my own and how I was bullied and sharing my personal stories from watching other kids who were being bullied or who were doing the bullying. So I'll be sharing all those stories during all the episodes this month. The main takeaway today is that there is a powerful third way to prevent bullying, strengthening your mindset. And I've done it. That is literally how I stopped being bullied in my own life. It works. In fact, nothing works better. And no matter where I go, what town I mosey on into, I know that I am safe. Because I am bullyproof. The theme this month in my teen coaching membership, the Firmly Founded Teen, will also be becoming bullyproof. We'll be doing in-depth training and coaching for teens on the topics my podcast will be covering. If you know a teen who is being bullied, then send them and their parents to firmlyfounded.com slash teen to sign up. The first 30 days are free so they can get all the bullyproof training this month at no cost to them. And then they can leave if they want. I don't care. The bullies and bystanders this month will be getting their trainings. Let's make sure those who feel bullied get theirs as well. 